Hello, everybody. It is great to be here one more time today. And my name is Gary Fowler, and I'm the CEO, president, and founder of GSD Get You Done Venture Studios, a premier AI and quantum venture studio located in the heart of Silicon Valley. I'm a 17-time serial entrepreneur with several unicorns under the belt. I was on the original management team, Click Software, which was sold to Salesforce for $1.35 billion and also Eva.ai. Love artificial intelligence, ChatGPT, uh, quantum computing, Metaverse Web3. Today, I have 127 companies in my portfolio from 55 countries. So with that, I'd like to bring my incredible guest, Nikki Bell. She's an international investment investor strategist, private sector and investor relations expert, and represent in, uh, investors in multiple industries and in multiple jurisdictions. So with that, I'd like to bring Nikki Bell. Hi, Nikki Bell. How are you doing today? Good morning. How are you? Yeah, good. So how do you, so you, you went to school in Michigan. Mm -hmm. In the world did you, you know, you went from Michigan to becoming a crisis advocate and you're still doing that today, correct? Yeah. So um, I went from Michigan. I had $30 in my pocket and a one-way ticket from a small town here in California. I'm a native of California. And so when I landed there at Michigan State, it was just like an amazing opportunity. I was already leading movements since I was, you know, at that time, since I was a teenager. Um, I traveled, did oratorical speaking. Um, I did a lot of things to get out of the environment in which I was living, right? To have those big dreams and make something of my life. So Michigan State, being that it's a big university, um, it was just an, an amazing opportunity back then. And then I went on to lead student movements and then went on to oversee 200 corporations, businesses, nonprofits, you name it. Um, I was doing that and I was bringing people together around the state. Um, a lot of these folks were, you know, they were just movers and shakers from like the 60s and 70s. So I learned a lot. You know how they say respect your elders. I learned a lot. Um, but I was the one in charge and I was the one leading them as as a chairperson, a regional chairperson. So it was fabulous as a political strategist. That's what we call that being a political strategist at that time. And it was amazing. I took th that skill set and transferred it into investments when I came back to California. And so I've been involved with investments for about 13 years now, over 13 years. And I started out like anybody else, you know, conferences, the startups things of that sort. But now I directly work with investors. Wow, that's interesting. So you're and you're the sole proprietor of an inspirational spokesperson. So you have a lifelong commitment to always available to speak and support organization individuals mm -hmm. like a spokesperson for survivor for sexual violence, mm -hmm. uh, individual uh, representing survivors of sexual exploitation. I mean, you yeah. do a lot of that. And I also see performing artists, yes. women, women of war. What's that all about? Yeah, so I do. Um, I Like I said, I've been speaking since I was little. So I, I've been doing that whew, 25, 30 years, um, just getting up there. I have my own genre. Sometimes they call it poetry, spoken word, but it's a combination. And I put like, it's like um, music. It sounds like a symphony and it's all coming from me. So the words, the lyrics are coming from me. The music is coming from me. I even have like indigenous. Wait a minute. What do you mean the music's coming from you? So like when I'm when I'm performing 
and I have parts where I actually sing, it sounds like an orchestra is behind me or like a symphony is behind me. Really? Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm saying the words too, you know, um, at the same time. So I have these different um, things that I do within that performance. And the performance can be anywhere from like 10 to 20 minutes, but it's this whole journey that I take people through and it's not for every audience. So I have to be very selective of the audience that I, that I, you know, present to. I usually know like the host or whoever's putting on the event, but that's what I do. And I've been doing it for a very, very long time and I love it. You know, I absolutely love it. So yeah, it's. Well, that's great. And how many, now what's the most amount of people that you've spoken to? How big of a group? I would say a thousand or more. Yeah. And how did it feel? Did you like that? Do you get the energy of the audience? It is. It's amazing because I'm so used to being on stage. Um, It's kind of like, don't give me a microphone (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I just start talking, you know, talking the truth about things that are going on in society that we are not really, you know, aware of, or we don't want to deal with. And so I'm dealing with these heart wrenching issues and I get people who leave and they're like, they're crying, you know, so it could be. Now, what kind of issues, like what's heart wrenching? What, what gets there? You know, oh, what, so like, you know, we have issues like homelessness. We have issues like the sexual trafficking. We have issues like um, suicide, you know, here in even in my city, Sacramento, California, we are the top for youth suicide. We are uh, number one in the nation. They did a Netflix on it for homelessness. Um, we are one or two. Why is that, Nikki? Why are there so many homeless there? Oh, apathy. Because of apathy. Really? You know? Yeah. We have, you know, like I said, we have Silicon Valley that's not too far from us. We have um, a lot of um, a lot of traffic that goes. We have like all these different freeways. So when you when you look at when you look at people who are missing kidnap people who are kidnapped people who are taken from their homes you know usually it's the youth. they're really kidnapped pardon they're kidnapped yeah people i'm saying when when we're looking at these issues of people being kidnapped or missing persons or something like that even in ohio you're looking at the uh, the um the traffic you're looking at how many freeways are there that can come in and out and get these people and not be caught and so that's why you have a lot of traffic going in and out and then you have these things that are happening. Um, I remember we took on the salons, you know, locally, making sure that that wasn't um, going on in the salons and we busted them. That sort of thing. The city of Sacramento. What do you mean? Like what salons? Like what What kind of salons? You know, like the massage salons, happy. Indian. Really? They had a lot of traffic. And oh, stuff yeah. There. Yes, 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 yes. Really? Yes, yes. Because mm-hmm. I see these massage places all over the place. They have, <laughs> you know. Like it's kind of toned down. I mean, like I said, they took them on, you know, some years ago. So it's kind of toned down, but we're still up there in the numbers, you know? So um, these issues are in our communities, but, you know, we choose to to ignore them. Um, I'm big on environmental issues as well. You know, making sure that we're keeping our environment green and clean. Um, You know, there's just so many things. And so I've always been kind of that revolutionary type person that takes on these um, issues, whether I'm, part of a committee or a group, or I'm doing it individually. Wow. That's amazing. And, you know, does it feel fulfilling? I mean, when you're going down through and you're doing all this life coaching and soul searching and helping people, how does it feel? It feels really good. And I prefer to do it individually because sometimes, you know, we have these organizations that can't speak to that individual struggle or what they have had to overcome. So a lot of times I'm schooling women individually and they'll call me, they'll say I was referred by so-and-so and and I'll tell them this, sometimes it's an underground movement 
where they may need to change their name, change their location. Um, there's programs in place like on the state level that can help them, um, that sort of thing, you know? So it, it's really, really important that people know their rights and they know how to navigate the system. So you do this executive coach, you're working on civil rights, you're working on affirmative action, disability rights. How do you find, so how do you find those uh, executive coaches? Where do you find them? A lot of them are, are, cor are corporate, um, you know, type coaching gigs. Some of them are, um, you know, individual. It just, it just all depends. Um, I don't really like market myself. I just get an influx of people that come to me for different reasons. Usually it's having to do with investments and businesses, that sort of thing. That's amazing. So you've been doing this for 31 years. Yeah, I've been doing it forever. forever. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, what's the most interesting success story, without mentioning names, of somebody that's come to you and you've changed their life? The most interesting is when they take responsibility for their own life. And it's not a blame. It's not somebody didn't do this for me. You know, it's more like this is what I'm doing and I just need help in this area. And then I or somebody else is able to direct them to that. And they take, you know, they take it upon themselves to follow through. And that's the most successful. Another thing is when you have support and you have encouragement, then it moves your life faster along. And that's really important. So a lot of what I've done, I've done on my own without the support, without the encouragement, without mentors, just really, you know, putting my foot to the pedal and saying, whatever I don't know, I will find out. You know, we live in an information age, so there's no excuse to not know something. There's no excuse to feel stupid asking a question. You know what I mean? So you have to be open to that and you have to be open to receiving that sort of information. No, that's great. Okay, so how in the world, you know, so you did um, Diosa de Vida. So mm -hmm. tell me about that. What's that all about? Um, that's just like some of my um, company names um, where I, you know, depending on what I'm doing, um, you know, I, it would fall under that, the Diosa de Vida. Diosa de Vida means goddess of life. And so when I was doing all these things and, and moving and shaking and um, helping people out, I came up with that, especially for, for my poetry. People know me as that, Diosa de Vida. So I just kind of like, um, you know, put that as, as an LLC, but it's, it's a number of issues under that umbrella that I deal with. And then, so now how many poems have you written? Over like 400. Oh man. Do you like mm -hmm. writing poetry? I do. I do. And I prefer to perform it more or less. And one of the things that I would like to say is that people need to protect their work, uh, whether it's copyright, whether it's sending it into DC or whatnot. We have a lot of new, I mean, you deal with tech, so you know this, a lot of new things that are coming out. And that doesn't mean that you own your work once you put it out there on the internet. So you have to find a way to make sure that you're, that whatever you're putting out, whether it be art, whether it be, you know, like me, the written word, whatever it is that you are protecting your work. And that's one thing that I preach about um, because it's really important. I've known youth who have had major, major gigs where they didn't get paid for it. They didn't get the credit for it or a magazine picked it up because their name wasn't attached to that picture. So, you know, really? yeah, yeah. People don't know. They don't know about copyright. Have you had that happen to you where somebody? No, absolutely not. No, no. That's great. Wow. That's amazing. So you, you've done that and 
You do a lot of the consulting, a lot of life coaching. And then how in the world did you move to be a chief financial officer in London? Oh, so I mean, that was, oh yeah, that was just, an, that was an opportunity where I, I helped people out. Um, it was an organization that was um, getting started and, um, you know, I worked with them for a while um, and then I, I, you know, I, I continued to move on to different things. So I did put that up there at one point, uh, but I, I do a lot of projects, multi-million dollar projects that I don't really broadcast unless I have permission. Uh, because it is a private sector. Not everybody wants their name out there. Not everybody wants their company out there until they're ready for that. So, yes. And then what about, uh, you know, you're an investment advisor, right? Mm -hmm. And so who you working for it? So you've got, and you're still doing that today too. Man, you've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So that's international when we say advisor. So here in the United States, it's more strategy work that I do. Um, you know, advising, you can do that anywhere as long as it's international. If it's United States, according to the SEC, you need your Series 7, 65, 63. So um, I, for me as a strategist, you cannot get certifi certified or licensed as a strategist. You just can't. You can't learn it in school. Like leadership, you know, people have asked me, hey, can you train leaders? Can you teach leaders? And I'm like, no, because I see it as either you're born with it or you're not. Can someone someone else do that for them? Yes, they can. But for me personally, no, it's it's a skill set that you develop over time, right? Do you have to have a license to do investment advising? Yeah, for, for here in the United States. Yeah. Okay. You know that, Series 7. And then do you have to, um, do you have your clients in the U.S. or are they abroad, your clients? They're abroad. A lot of them are abroad. I do have some in the U.S. But like I said, in the U.S., it's more strategy work that I do. Um, and a lot of times when we think about investment strategy, we're thinking trades and stocks, assets. But really what I do is the private sector. So we're talking about projects. It's usually projects, these you know major projects that are going on. So, yeah. Well, that's interesting. What kind of projects do you work on? Um, it could be anything. You know, sometimes you have manufacturers that are looking for funding. Um, you have, you know, your biotech. You have your artificial intelligence, your fintech. Um, and, you know, sometimes when people come to me, they don't realize that I'm actually working alongside investors. They come to me for the funding, which is fine, um, but they don't realize that I probably have heard it from somewhere. So it's really interesting when people say, well, I don't have any competitors. Are you sure about that? Because I could have sworn I've heard of this before from somewhere, you know? That's wow, that's, that's interesting. Well, you got a wild, lively life, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, so... You go down through, and I know you said you're doing a lot of work in Africa, right? So yeah. how do you find your customers? Where do you find them? Oh, sometimes they find me. Well, I've always like broadcasted like my phone number, like on my profile, it has my phone number. Um, they find me like WhatsApp uh, within the community, that sort of thing. Um, and that, I'm not stipulated just to Africa. I've dealt with companies um, in India, um, Australia, you know, all over the world, the UK, Canada. America, of course, Asia. Um, so I'm just, you know, I'm a world citizen. So people are, it's not too hard to find me. And then how long do they, so they book some time with you. Um, how many sessions do you generally give them? So I either do it by session or I do it, um, you know, sometimes people need me weekly. Uh, we do it that way or based on the project. So it just depends, but they have to have an issue. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of investors come to me, they need to have an issue that I can help them with and help them get it resolved. And a lot of times those issues are not having processes in place. 
Wow, and you help them with the processes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Because a lot of times we think that people should know what we're thinking, know what to expect, but you haven't given any criteria. You haven't said, this is what I expect from you. I need your business plan. I need your pitch deck. I need this, I need that. So we put these processes in place to make that um, deal flow go a lot smoother, right? So how do you, like, the market's changed a lot in the last year. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So how do you... With the startups, because the VCs have started to, to be a bit more conservative with mm -hmm. investment. So how do you find, first of all, is it true that they're more conservative? That's door number one. And two is, if, if they are more conservative, where do you find the right kind of investors? Yes. Yeah, so VCs is a whole nother um, area. And it's even before COVID, it, it is slow, slow pace. Sometimes you may not hear from them as a startup three to six months or whatnot. So what I've done, because I'm in a particular niche, what I've done is investors that I've known over the years, we have come together. And so when someone comes to me, if that investor is interested, then I will you know, show them the project. But most of the time, these investors already have deal flow. So like you, you already have deal flow and I'm working with you on your processes. A lot of times people come to me and they think that I'm going to present their project to the investor. And I'm like, no, they already have their deal flow. So yeah. let's, get that, let's get that in place first. You need to understand what I do. Okay. And then they're like, oh, well, well, we just need funding. We just need money. So are you going to, as a startup or as a business, bring me on as a strategist? Because if not, why are we even speaking? Why are we talking? And a lot of times I get the feedback of, oh, well, we already have our people again. Why are we talking? So what yeah. you're doing is you're just trying to extract information out of me. And my brain is not for free. My strategy is not for free. So if you really are interested, I'll give you your, your free 15 minutes. But if you're really interested in moving your project along, then you bring someone like me who has that investment intuition, right? Who has the people lined up already, but mm -hmm. you need to be doing something because you're not. When someone's looking for money, they're asking for funding. There's a reason for that or else they wouldn't be asking for it. And a lot of times, if you have your processes in place, a lot of these companies, some of them aren't even looking for investors. They're like, we fundraise on our own. We have our processes down, so on and so forth. So they wouldn't necessarily need someone like me. unless. So what do they do if you find them like that? What are they looking for? What do they look to you for? So the people that find me is usually based off a of referral meaning people that know me. So yeah. Gary, you know, somebody that needs help, needs to get his processes down, you know, so on and so forth. So you would refer him to me because you know me, you've talked to me. We've been working together on different projects over the years. Those are the best ones. People who come to me out of the blue, again, there's that misconception and misunderstanding. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, oh, somebody just said, uh, Dr. Lila Cuso Tazaro, happy to be there with you. Oh, Zeng says, Nikki, so inspiring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we haven't even started. We haven't even gotten started. Let me tell you about the inspirational thing. Okay. First of all, I always say, let's go. And I bring that energy, right? Because money is energy. Money is not about what we see as humans, it's not about the culture. It's not about the education level. It's not about religion. It's not about politics. Money is energy. So for the startups, because you asked about startups and businesses, when you're asking for $1 million, $20 million, 
You need to come with that energy, right? You can start your ideal off with a napkin. I don't care, but you need to have something in place. You need to have done your market research. All these things are factors that you need to be prepared for. And if you need help along that, along that way, you get people who are looking out for you who will help you. I did the same thing with my investors, you know, the same thing. So having that energy is really, really important to me. I wake up every morning motivated, um, you know, keeping your mental health healthy is really, really important as well so that you can do the job that you're. And what do you mean by keeping your mental health? What does that mean? You need to keep your mental health in check. Um, I, I stay in high vibration. That's why I say people naturally come to me. I stay in high vibration. That means that if you're in high vibration, you're going to attract. If you're a millionaire, you're going to attract other millionaires. If you're if you're a billionaire, you're going to be in the circle of billionaires. Right. But if you're a millionaire and you're hanging out with people who maybe only make fifty thousand dollars a year and you know this, you know, you've heard, you know, all these people who speak talk about this, then that's going to pull you down. So you want to have people on that same vibrational level, if not on an even higher level than you. And you want to keep your circle intact. That's really, really important. Now, how has that helped you? You know, you went from having 30 bucks to where you right. are. You? You're so funny. <laughs> I love I, it. I love it. I mean, you went down through. You've been through the school hard knocks, right? You have. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, uh, how do you go down, Nikki, when it's when you get down with something, how do you bring yourself back up again? Oh, that's really important. Sometimes you have to go through that emotion. If you're sad, if you're not feeling good, sometimes just let yourself go through that emotion. But you constantly have to be motivating yourself. There's a thing called neuroplasticity where you can rewire, rewire your brain. There's that part. But actually, I heard a neurosurgeon, I forget his name. He was talking about when we say, oh, my brain is hardwired. I can't change this, you know, this pattern or I can't change this behavior. That's not true because your brain is meant to have fluid motion. It's fluid. It's not about wiring. It's a fluid motion. So if you lose a part of your brain, that's the physical part. The internal part is your mind. Your mind can still work close to that capacity as if you still had a third of your brain. So I learned about these things because I don't come from an easy life. You know, I learned about these things and I began to change all of these things internally um, so that I can show up, right? So that I can be the person that I'm meant to be in every situation. So I'm ready. Every time my phone rings, I'm ready. Every time I have to do a project, I'm ready. You know? No, that's great. Listen, we're coming to the top of the show. So closing thoughts and how do people get a hold of you, Nikki? Oh, people can get a hold of me on my profile. That's great. You know, I have the, the business phone number there. Um, I think you put in the link tree or LinkedIn. It's under Nikki Bell. You'll see me come up. Um, you know, that's a way to get a hold of me. Email diosa llc d-i-o-s-a llc at gmail.com that's fantastic well we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule nikki to join us you're an inspiration and quite an amazing story so i want to thank you for that and to my audience i want to thank you for attending one more time gsd presents silicon valley ai and tech i'm the ceo president founder of gsd check us out gsdvs.com we help companies become unicorns. We support them. So thank you very much, Nikki. Thanks to your audience. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay happy. And I'll be back to you again next week for another exciting edition. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much.